DMT World Podcast. My name is Alex Sady 721 and today we have the one and only Sater. She's not only a member of our wonderful community, but also a newly appointed staff. So congratulations on that, Sater. Um, she's got a lot to bring to the table and she's been doing a hell of a job at it so far. Uh, today she shared with us her um, story, which included her journey into psychedelics. Uh, she, she ran into some mental health issues a while ago, which began to interfere in her life. And, um, you know, with the help of a solid support system, therapy, as well as psilocybin, she's been able to get back on track and uh, begin living her life the way she wants to. You know, a lot of these substances are are just a tool. You know, it, it still takes work in order to accomplish, you know, whatever it is that you know you may have when it comes to your mental health, mental well-being. Um, look, I'm, I'm no doctor, but <clears throat> I do have experience in, in this, and um, you know, that's where I'm coming from. And as we all know, my experience or Seder's experience will not be the same as yours. You know, some of these things. Um, uh, some of these are not for everybody. So, um, yeah, thanks, Seder. Thank you for coming on. Um, listen, um, there's something I wanted to bring up, and I know you guys are probably tired of hearing this shit, but uh, you guys got to be careful on how you, you know, word stuff on the site. You know, we're a legit community, and this can all end, you know, with people sourcing on there. You know, and also try not to take things personal if you find your post being taken down because of this you know uh, maybe your post wasn't meant to be sourcing but at the at the end of the day there's zero tolerance you know when it comes to any suggestion intent or just flat out asking for things on there you know i know we all love and appreciate these substances but in most cases damn near all of them they're still illegal so you know keep that in mind um also i encourage the entire the community as a whole in reporting people who are sourcing intentionally or or uh, unintentionally you know it's not a joke like i said this thing can come to an end all because a few asshats want to come on here and slang them things you know what i mean <clears throat> on another note um if anyone is a content creator or a musician or artist and or or you want to share some some videos um of anything in general in the next few months i'll be focusing a little more on the youtube channel you know kind of fell off there for a minute as we focused on the podcast you know how to learn software editing and just the overall how to you know this is um very new to me and the team as well um, I'm not an expert on this, <laughs> but we will continue to evolve and only get better as time goes on. And hopefully once we're well established, we can get some big names on here. Um, and uh, we, we've got some, we got a few scheduled talks coming this next month. I'm lo really looking forward to it. So I hope you guys all enjoy it. So um, also, please feel free to join the um, DMT World podcast group and, um, you know, share any insight, feedback or any suggestions. So uh, I'd really appreciate that we would appreciate that um again thank you for listening thank you for being here thank you for all the support i love and appreciate you guys keep spreading that love mrs Sater, first and foremost thank you for coming on here it's been a it's been a long time coming yeah no problem thanks for having me now um <clears throat> Can you give us a little bit of a backstory, pretty much who you are and what got you here to to this path? Yeah. Well, um, 
let's see. I grew up the majority of my life in a small town in Ohio. Um, when I was really young, my mother and I lived in California, but not enough to really, I don't remember it much. I was still in grade school. But we moved to Ohio, and my mom was an out and open lesbian, and it was the 80s. Nice. Um, so that was hard sometimes. But other than that, I had a pretty normal childhood as far as, you know, my mom was a nurse. She was a single parent and gave me everything she could and made sure I went to college, which I did. Um, I just was kind of checking off all, the, all those boxes of nice. what you're supposed to do in life, you know. Um, I taught special education for 15 years. Um, throughout that time, I had a lot of struggles with anxiety and depression. Um, and I saw therapists and tried to work on myself, but I just, I wasn't making any progress. I was just kind of at like a stalemate, I guess. I don't even know how to put it. Um, and then... I had a really bad school year, basically, and I ended up leaving teaching midway through the year. Um, yeah, which is not how I ever saw myself leaving, but um, my mental health just took a turn for the worse, and I was finding myself um, having to ask teachers to cover my class because I had to go to the bathroom and cry. And, and I think it was just the pressure of just life in general, you know, and just, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. Um, I'm still kind of figuring it out myself. And but it was had a lot to do with just the pressure that the world put on you, me, and then that I put on myself, because um, you are your own worst critic. And it, I felt like no matter how many of the American dream check boxes I checked, I just, I didn't feel like I was advancing or moving. Um, I'm not quite sure why that is. Um, and then within my job, um, we got to a part of a change in education where teachers were starting to be evaluated based on their students' test scores. And I taught special education. So my kids notoriously, no fault of their own or mine, their test scores just aren't as good. Yeah. Um, so I was always on that list, um, which kind of put a black mark on my name. And then I was also very outspoken within my department. Um, I was an advocate for students. That was, other than a teacher, that was the part of my job I took the most seriously. So unfortunately, when you advocate for anything, you tend to put yourself in the line of fire, metaphorically speaking. Yeah. Um, and all that just kind of, came to a head one year and I had to leave. Um, I just, for myself, for my mental health, I just, I had to call it. Call I, bet it that was, I bet that was really heartbreaking for you to walk away from. For sure. Um, I'm even a little teary now thinking oh, of it. Come on. Sarah. And it's, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so it's okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's just part of the process, yeah, man. It's not, that's true. it's You're not right. bad at all. No, it's not. Um, it's not. And it was more just more mourning, you know, of um, yeah. here's this life that I thought was going to go one way. Jeez. And then it's not. So that was a big adjustment. Um, thank goodness I have a very supportive husband and daughter because when I didn't have strength, they had it for me. You know, they were 
my backbone and my rock and they just kept pushing me to keep trying keep keep looking for help and um i got to a real low um after anyways after i stopped teaching sorry <laughs> i started to um, work as a secretary at a local college um in their nursing department and it was an okay job but i didn't love it um and see the december after i quit teaching so it had been about nine months i lost my cousin who was like a brother to me oh, um and that was really hard and it kind of just put things in perspective that you know, we, our time is not guaranteed, you know, yeah. we get, we get what we get and we don't know when that's going to be. And I just decided I did not want to live a life I was going to regret. Um, so I ended up deciding to leave that job. Um, and then I had a surgery coming up. Um, I had a hernia, <laughs> which I got from coughing on a big rip of hot <laughs> gave myself a goddamn hernia gay to getting old right yeah um so i had that surgery and that was harder than i thought being down for a month and oh geez. on top of everything else and it just chemically i wasn't in a good place and i wasn't thinking right yeah. and clearly and accurately and i knew that um and i got to where i just kept thinking about you know suicide like yeah like i don't know just kind of the ideation like if that semi t-bone me right now yeah. <laughs> whatever <laughs> just yeah. shit like that <clears throat> um, yeah. and i felt at this point that i had taken you know i i went to a therapist i did all that i'm trying to take care of myself and I felt like things weren't working and I had exhausted all my options, which when I look back now with a clear mind, I hadn't, <laughs> I hadn't exhausted all my options, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but, um, that's kind of what led me to psychedelics. I, I did a search, you know, um, new ways to treat depression and anxiety or, you know, things like that. And I, I first saw Ibogaine was the first thing mm -hmm. I came across. And I knew that I couldn't afford that treatment. That wasn't an option. Um, I knew Ibogaine isn't something that you can just very easily get a hold of. Yeah, that's correct. So I, I just kept searching. And that's kind of when I found DMT and mushrooms. And I know that those things are much more acquirable as far as whether you get it yourself and grow it yourself or not yeah um so i decided then that you know what the fuck do i have to lose <laughs> i felt horrible so i was like i'm gonna try it and that was a scary thought i'm not gonna lie because up until that point in my life i'd only ever done acid one time when i was like a senior in high school um which was fun it was a great time but i knew it hadn't prepared me for what i was thinking about doing <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I knew I was going to be like throwing myself into the pool and be like, think there's fun time. <laughs> but sometimes, sometimes you get to that point though. Like sometimes, especially when you're at the end of everything and you feel like you've exhausted everything and you're just, you need something, you know, to, to be a catalyst. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 
some, you know, something that caused growth and change. Definitely. So as always, I talked about it with my husband because we're a team. We make all those choices together. He was supportive about it. So I decided that it was, I was going to try it. I was going to try DMT and I was going to start microdosing mushrooms. Nice. Um, And throughout this time, I've been a regular marijuana user. So I, I had some connections and I went about those to get what I wanted. Um, I have not provided for myself yet, which I know kind of puts a black <laughs> mark on my name, but uh, <laughs> I'm teasing. I know it's all love, but um, so yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's what led me to psychedelics and DMT and mm, mushrooms you know what's uh the one thing that like with the thing you brought up about you know checking off all these you know these boxes you know and, and growing up and becoming an adult and still being like huh well you know what i what i wanted yeah is, oh, what I, what, why am i not feeling okay you know yeah um, i mean you hear that a lot you know especially <clears throat> especially people from um not people from, but people at a, like, at a, there's always like a certain age where you're just like, oh shit, you know, I've got everything. I've got the house, the car, the job and the kids and the family, but what the fuck? And like, I still kind of feel, yeah. you know, something missing, you know? And, and yeah. I, I think, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I, I think about that a lot <clears throat> where, um, you know, because I found myself there at once as well. And, uh, you know, looking back at it now, you know, I ask myself what the difference is from then and now, and there's a little bit of faith, you know, there's this faith that, that separates me from who I was then to today. And, you know, the reason why, this is the reason why I see use for certain things that I may not even agree with, or may not even follow like religion or tradition or culture, or even, you know, plant medicines, whatever it is that you have that, you know, kind of helps you open your eyes to something that you cannot see um that catalyst exactly yeah yeah that's right that's a beautiful time in somebody's life when they when they they get i mean it's rough right looking back at everything you went through you're just like oh fuck man and it it even brings up tears today you know but when you think about that moment that you decided to take your life into your own hands or your health and well-being you know that's a beautiful thing yeah it's a triumph we don't you know we look back at the times where we succeeded and without obstacle there is no success you know so exactly and it's always the same thing those obstacles just seem so goddamn impossible when they're in front of you right for sure especially when you're in it like when you've been in that state of mind forever you just you stop thinking accurately um yeah yeah it's It's almost like your cognition downgrades yeah yeah that's right that's right. Thank, thank God for hindsight. <laughs> for hindsight. Right. Uh, so now. Exactly. Because <laughs> if I ever get there again, I'll be like, this shit happened before. Right. I remember it's all going to be okay. <laughs> I, you know, you know, I, I, I tell my, like, I talk to my children a lot about, you know, my stages of growing up and I keep telling them, you know, you know, when I was 10, when I was 20, when I was, and then I, I'm, I lick my head and I'm like, God damn, you know, one day I'm going to look at myself from today who I am today and look at my, you know, the same way of being like, oh man, I was such a dumbass, or, you know, I could have done this, I could have done <laughs> yeah. that. Or, you know, um, that's another thing that kind of, you know, you pile upon yourself. But I think uh, 
the, the here and now is, is the most important, you know, for me, um, is, is, is what I do with, you know, myself, how I treat myself now and, 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 uh, my children and my family only because if I think about anything else, I'll just, my brain will run away with it, you know, and I, I'll yeah. head in the fucking clouds. I do that. Get inside your own head. Um, yeah, yeah. I do that. Yeah. So I try, you know, since I've been feeling better and since my psychedelic experiences, which then led me to really exhaust those resources that I hadn't exhausted before and <laughs> um, seek some more help and really dive deep into my, my well-being. Um, yeah. You know, what's crazy is I, I always think about the, uh, well, like, what, what is it, right? What is it about, about us that we need? Like, what are the things that humans need? You know, obviously you've got all of your, you know, basics, uh, shelter, food, you know, you know, basics. And then there, you know, once the human starts growing, you know, you, you got family and that's like your small community. And then you got the sense of community and then what their sense of community, then what's next and maybe education, maybe academics, who knows, but even there, there's still something missing. And for me, it's, it's always been what people call like that spiritual aspect of a human being. And some people may not, you know, scoff at the word. Some people may wince at the word, but for me, it's not whatever it's what I see that word to what I interpret that word as, which is a yeah. connection that nobody, you know, can teach you. It's something that you have to earn. And <clears throat> like, even now, you know, me and you, you and I talking here, you know, there's a connection here and there's, there's things that we've done in our life that have brought us to this point to be, you know, virtually sitting in front of each other. But, um, I, I really think that's what it is. You know, we, we yeah. put so much time in our, in our daily life here that we forget about what's inside of us, you know, so yeah, it's, I agree. Like, it's just some kind of like an invisible wire between us or something. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, and that's uh, one thing um dmt gave me that back like nice. I, I didn't even realize i was lacking that but, mm -hmm. um, that sense of something more mm -hmm. and a greater purpose yes. and, um until i had my dmt trip and then i'm like nice okay How I, i'm pretty much an atheist beforehand oh, okay. um okay. i bounced back and forth throughout my life but i'd yeah. pretty much come to the conclusion that eh, you die and that's it <laughs> But um, yeah. definitely don't think that way now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but um, right. um, after my DNT trip, I just I got the idea that our energy just we continue one way or the other. I don't know how, <clears throat> but somehow our energy continues and it moves and it integrates and it mm -hmm. separates and maybe someday when I die, it'll all see, it all makes sense. Right now I've kind of come to the term that I don't need to know exactly what's going yeah. on as long as yeah. I know that there's, there's more, you know, and this, this life is an oasis, you know, yeah, true. Um, relatively speaking. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's true as well. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I, I hear you. I hear you. It's uh you know, I've had experiences where, <clears throat> where I do kind of, it's kind of hard to kind of explain it, but it's almost like a, you, you return to this, this river of, of, uh, the source. Yeah. Like we're, we're, we're all us in this human experience. We're just kind of in this human body here, but the energy or that power, whatever it is that's inside of us, that makes our heart kick, uh, or whatever yeah. this is, uh, 
like went back to the source and you're just like, Oh my God, what is this? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how, that's where I think I went to on my DMT yeah. trip is definitely. So tell yeah. me, how, how was it the, your first time? How, how did it come about? Um, well, like I said, I, I, I made, had connections. So mm-hmm. I, I capitalized on those and I had it for a couple weeks before I decided to actually do it. Um, and I was so nervous going up to it and I just used a vape, um, a Yukon mm-hmm. and one of my friends who had done it was on the phone, you know, like checking my weight, <laughs> making sure I didn't put too much. Like okay. that, that actually says 50 milligrams, right? I'm not crazy. <laughs> I was like, yes, it says 50 milligrams yeah. and kind of gave me some advice about just mechanically how to go about it, uh-huh. you know? Um, and yeah, I first hit I took, I was probably three seconds in and I let out like half of the smoke because I was astonished. I got astonished by like yeah. what was already going on. Oh, I'm like, really? holy cow. Oh yeah. Two seconds Jeez. in like reality was telescoping into centrific layers and like a mandal brought where you just, you can zoom in and zoom in and it just keeps going. It was crazy. But the visuals were really awesome at that stage. Um, the body high was already rough then because I've I don't I haven't used a lot of substance really. Yeah. And um, you know I knew I was thinking it was going to be much more like acid where it's so much more just visual, but it was so much in my body that I just wasn't ready for it. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, oh, I've already gone this far, so then I I hit it again. <laughs> Right, because you're like, oh fuck it. Might as well. This might already go bad. I might as well just keep going. (laughs) That's how I ended up with all my tattoos and piercings too, just to know. But um, (laughs) you might as um, well. I yeah. So I I hit it a second time, and I remember holding it in for a few seconds and giving my husband a thumbs up, like I'm okay, and then I nodded out, like I've felt like I was everybody says blast off but to me uh-huh. it didn't feel like a blast off it almost felt like a pulling back and then a release kind of like a slingshot yeah like I felt like I was being pulled back and then just let go um and then from there I don't I don't remember a tunnel like people talk about I just I remember feeling like I was part of everything like creation yeah. destruction um life death it's just I felt everything if that makes any i know it doesn't make yeah. sense but we've all been there so uh-huh. <laughs> we know we know how hard it is to describe yeah um, that is true and then uh, if it, it was just nuts and just energy and i watched the birth and death of like galaxies and then at one point i felt that like that everything i felt like i was a part of everything and that oneness that source um and then after after I felt that, like, in my head, I was seeing, like, I don't know what I was seeing, universes being born, <laughs> I don't know, it was crazy, but that's what I was interpreting it as, um, with all the sensations of everything else. And Damn, so you got the, you, you, <clears throat> you had a, a pretty good experience with the molecule. Yeah, I think I had a, a breakthrough. I, I, I think 50 milligrams might have been a bit uh, much for me on my first time. I probably could have broke through with less, I'm guessing. Well, Seder, listen, here's um, the thing about that. Here's the thing about that. Breakthrough is just a word. 
Like, you know, True. people call all this stuff and they toss it around and, and, and they assume that everybody agrees with, you know, what they mean by that word. You know, for me personally, as long as you get something from it and you feel you get that benefit, that to me, you might as well blast it off. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. these experiences are life changing. Like they will completely like destroy your foundation. Was. Yeah. And you got to start over yeah. almost like you're a little baby. You know, you're you're newborn baby in an adult body with memories. That's right. <laughs> with all these new crazy thoughts that you've never had before. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like, what the fuck was that? Right. <laughs> that would be one of the first thoughts. Yeah. But, um, Jeez. Yeah. So how, uh, after I felt that oneness, though, I start I got images of like um, things I more was familiar with, like. Uh huh trees growing, um, mm -hmm. babies being born, people getting married, just all these images wow. flashing. Like, I don't want to say I was experiencing them. It's more like I was watching this slideshow um, of just all this, like a discovery channel earth, you know, of all like it's just random life things. Yes. And uh, um, after that is when I, ca I came to after that. And I just started talking to my husband about it. And at one point, he's like, you said you got the message. What message? And I don't remember saying that. I remember the message, which was that this this life is an oasis, you know, mm -hmm. that it's a break. Yeah. It's, a, it's really a break from eternity. <laughs> <laughs> and that we should cherish it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, so. I agree. It's, um, it's something else, you know, to uh, experience. And, and, and the one thing, too, that, if, if anybody listening has never experienced a molecule, you, you know, once you do, you realize, like your Seder said right now, you know, it's, it's very hard to explain or try to interpret, you know, what it is that the experience is like, because sometimes, you know, we see things with our, I mean, our human minds can't even interpret it. It's, it's but you still kind yeah. of feel it, right? Like, you, you know, the yeah. feeling that you got that day. And even probably today, you can still reach back in your mind and find that. I, I get chills talking yeah. about it just yeah. now. Like, yeah, that's true. For sure. Now, the, <clears throat> so how did, um, God damn, uh, to even listening to you, I'm like going through it myself. <laughs> right? Um, it is. You get, it's like, yeah, it is. It's it almost brings, like that hype up beforehand. Like yeah. you kind of get that little hyped feeling. Yeah. But um, um, it's but, uh, those things do. Those experiences are, are wild, huh? They are definitely wild, and it was definitely different than anything I'd ever really. Like I've kept hearing about like machine elves and entities and the telescopic kaleidoscope tunnel that you're supposed to shoot through yeah and like I got none of that but I definitely was at a point where my consciousness was not in my body is what it felt like I just felt disconnected from my yeah. physical form yeah um, that see to me if that's, that makes sense no yes it's it's I compare it to when when you dream when you have a very lucid dream um you feel like you're somewhere else and it feels like this is like uh, there's an entire reality that you're part of but you're not in your body you're like in this different realm or this different dimension when you're you know going about you know and and sometimes those dreams are don't don't really sometimes people don't remember them sometimes you can't interpret them but sometimes you're there for days it feels like yeah and sometimes you can remember everything of the dream and I, I, you know, when I think about what my mind does when it does that, 
I'm like, that's similar to a DMT experience, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not the same because, you know, I don't know. For me, I've seen very, very, very many similarities in my dreams as opposed to the, you know, the experiences I have with Molecule. And, but, you know, I, I dream a lot too. Um, I think though, um, it, there's something with your, you know, when you detach from your body that, you know, they, that they have something in relation, you know, the DMT experience yeah. and when you dream. They're related somehow. I agree. Yeah. They have to be. It's just, yeah. I guess they don't have to be, but <laughs> all, signs point, makes... all signs point that way. <laughs> if DMT taught me anything, it's that I absolutely know nothing. So yeah. I'm not going to make any, yeah. any hardcore claims well see i mean there's some things that you can't like for example um and you know like this whole thing about them mapping the dmt realm i'm like dude you guys are gonna be high for a long time bro. Right? <laughs> like come on man like listen I, I, I don't know maybe maybe people have been able to share you know experiences where they can actually compare their their experiences but um I mean, for the most part, it's it's all painted with the same brush, but it's a different painting. Yeah. Time, you know. I wonder if the, I sometimes I wonder the the more I do it, if it will become a more navigable space. You know what I mean? Like, like right now, I definitely feel like I'm being taken on a ride. I'm not directing my journey <laughs> whatsoever. Like, will I ever get to a point where, like, hmm, I get to have a little control over it? Yeah, you're in the passenger um, seat. Just with you, you know, like anything with practice. <laughs> yeah yeah it's but, true god yeah. so jeez uh, so um that that experience cured me of my mm, death wish right away like no. i have not wanted to or thought about dying since that day um still had some struggles with depression and was microdosing mushrooms and through just that self-exploration i think and just kind of mm. getting in that better mindset mm. um I was able to start to see, like, I still have lots of resources I can exhaust. Um, and I did. I, I, I went into the, like, major therapy. Like, it's called outpatient um, hospitalization. So you basically go to therapy like it's a job. <laughs> uh, really? 40 hours a week, five days a week, 80 hours a day for, like, months. What? Um, yeah. Huh. The next step to having hospitalized myself, oh, wow. but it's the best thing I could have ever done for myself. Um, what did that consist of? Like, like, like when you went in there, was there like, um, like everybody who, who was staffed there, I'm guessing, or whatever, were part of the yeah. or the health team or whatever? Yeah. So um, mine was at a hospital where they also had inpatient, but we were separate from the inpatient mm -hmm. um, population. Yeah. And we had several therapists and it was um, kind of like a group therapy setting, kind of like you would have individual sessions with your therapist. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot of group therapies, a lot of art therapy, nice. um, writing therapy to journal. Nice. And, um, so so just, every, it, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you, Seder. <laughs> no, I do it um, all the time. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Uh, you mean like a, like everybody, there's other people there too, and everybody's kind of like doing the like the same. They're the yeah, person. there's other people there in treatment for oh, different nice. things. And um, you have um, individual therapies, but then you also have like group therapies yeah. together. Um, so you hear a lot of people's stories and 
you see a psychologist while you're there and they get your meds worked out if you want to be on meds. Um, which I decided, at first I wasn't going to be on meds. I was kind of really against them, but I just decided to trust in the process. And so far it's worked out for me. I've found a good balance between pharmaceuticals and natural medicines and it's working for me and I'm in a good place. So, but yeah. I know um, the, the only reason I'm asking is, uh, you know, I went to a similar program through the VA, through the Veterans Affairs. And it was this place out in um, in this um, beautiful area uh, where I'm from. And um, I stayed there for, God, I think I think at the time I was, I just got back home and um, I was, uh, I was living out of my car and I ended up going out to this place. Of, and it was kind of the same thing, but it was all veterans, right? You know, like, you, mm. you, well, actually, no, that's impatient more so though, right? I think it just depends. Uh-huh. I, I think they call it different names too, based on whether or whatever. Yeah, you but went I mean, voluntarily or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's make that. Let's know, clarify man. that. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, but um, I mean, like you, you went home every day, right? Correct. I okay. went home every day, yeah. so it was at a hospital about thirty miles from okay. where I lived. I see. So I was. It was like going to work every day yeah. like from eight to four. You know. How did How did um, that help you? I mean, did it Did it really help you out a lot? Like be around other people, or how? how I think it did because, um, you know, just being in that depressed and an anxious state for so long, your your thought processes completely get fucked up like yeah. you don't think right yeah. like you start thinking like all or nothing like yeah. I'm either all a good yes. person or all a bad yeah. person yeah. or you know just you have these thought distortions and I've always been kind of an academic person so having someone teach me some of the classes we're teaching about what normal cognition should look like you know um not catastrophizing where everything is a big deal you know and just there's a lot of different ones, but being able to look at myself through that lens and realize, oh, Jesus, I'm not thinking right. <laughs> um, that really helped me um, nice. get on top of it and just be more purposeful about letting myself think certain ways. And um, yeah, so I thought that was the most beneficial part personally was learning about thought process and then, of course, they teach you coping skills, like making sure you're doing activities for yourself and mm -hmm. exercising and, you know, how to live a balanced life, and, which was all beneficial, I think. But for me, the biggest thing was actually being able to see the errors in my thoughts and be uh -huh. like, yeah, normal people don't think that way. <laughs> like, not that I'm abnormal, but I was in an abnormal state of mind for yeah. sure. Um. So, yeah. And once I was able to do that, and then I was able to examine my thoughts better. So if something came up and I felt anxious about it or judged or however weird way I was feeling, I could stop and examine that and be like, is this what I should be thinking? You know, like just because yeah. it's just because it's entered my head doesn't mean it's truth, yes. <laughs> you know, Yes. That's... and just kind of examining deeper um, yeah. is what made the biggest difference, I think. I think that's a really good, um, really good point or <clears throat> topic, uh, you know, is, is exploring your mind, not with the psychedelics, but like for me afterwards, 
like the uh, you know one of the first things that I, that I realized or that that for me I was like well it's got to be this or it's got to be that or maybe this or maybe that but it doesn't matter because it's you know it's my mind you know there's or that mind or whatever it is that's me and even in this existence as a human being I can go in there and just take inventory of shit and see what's there and see what's the issue here and, and just all in my mind you know um yeah kind of work it out but you got to keep yourself busy (laughs) in the in the real in the human world (laughs) you know for sure i I think a lot of times we end up um we end up kind of pushing ourselves away from community and i don't i I mean just in general like talking to your neighbors and shit like that like you know especially in big cities you know it's it's like this you know where it's just work 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 you know as opposed to people living in rural areas um there's a yeah. lot of that part here. And that, and that just adds to the problem, you know, isolation. Yeah, yeah. Just, it does. For sure. I so, you know, I mean, you know, when you get to that kind of point in your life and, and you do need something like that, fuck. If you can get something like that, that is great. You you know, that is really good that you were able to experience that, you know. Yeah, I'm thankful for it for sure. And I realized that not everybody is, gets that luxury. For sure. Um, yeah. Well, it was the, a unique. The, pro- they, they don't have a lot of those programs, actually, the outpatient. So yeah. it's a unique situation. That was we, nice. That's really nice. Yeah. And all those people there that are doing what they do too, and you know, people who who created that spot. Um. You know. Got, you know. Man, they they did a good job. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I was. I would recommend the program to anybody local. I'd be like, "Yep, go ahead and go. <clears throat> It'll be wanna... good. You'll learn something if nothing else." And you get a break from everybody but, else um, while you're at it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Hey, uh, your but, um, your chi- your kids. They're older right now, or your daughter? Yeah, I have one daughter. Uh-huh. She's uh, just turned fourteen. Okay. She's gonna be okay. in high school next year. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh no! I've never been one of those moms where really? like, oh, it could slow down any time now until like <laughs> high school. And now I'm like, holy shit, high school. Oh no! Oh, yeah, I, mean, I know. Hey, but you know what? The you, having that also kind of helps you grow as an individual. You know, like um, here in my in my home too. You know, I, I have a house full of people, my my children and my wife. You know, and um, that's another thing to that kind of helps you as well, even though you may not be ready for it, you still, you know, you, 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 you continue with it. And then, you know, looking back at it, you know, it's just, wow. It's, it's a same thing, it's, you know, just another experience yeah. in this human existence, but it's beautiful. It's so beautiful, you know? And, well, and so yeah. Love. I mean, it's love. Yeah. It's something else. But... It's something that, you know, maybe in the past you you kind of <clears throat> you ever either you know maybe you didn't have it or maybe you just kind of got so stuck in your head that you know you really weren't paying attention to it. But looking back at you know your baby, you know becoming an adult, you're just like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, right. The it does. Like, <laughs> I know. It just it goes so fast. The order you get too. But we've all said it. We've all heard it. But yeah. it yeah. feels so real this year. <laughs> Jeez. But, um, wow. That's nice. I'm, I'm excited for her. She's a good, good girl. She'll do great. You should be. You should be. You know, you... Mushrooms. That's what mushrooms taught me. Mushrooms <laughs> taught me to love. Yeah. Um, others and myself. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. at one point mid-trip on my first one, I remember crying and 
being furious with myself at yeah. how I talk to myself, like in my own head. Oh, um, and I just had this idea that I say things to myself that I would never say to my daughter. Why? Yeah. Why is that allowable? Yeah. Like, why do I do that? So that's kind of become my new standard for self-love is if I wouldn't say that to my kid and if I wouldn't expect that of my kids, I'm not going to say it to myself or expect it of myself. Um, and that's so, really been, you know, yeah. just all these little changes have, have pushed my life in a whole different direction. Um, and I'm pretty grateful for about every day I have now. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, um, it's, uh, so for you, for you, it was more just kind of everything, right? I mean, you, you kind of had a, it's, I mean, it sounds like you had this experience, but you were already, you know, you were seeking some type of healing, you know? Yeah. I, think I, you know, I can't honestly say. I think it was like, I'm still processing it. Really? I think it was a lot of things. Okay. Yeah, I think it was a lot of things. I think it was my, my self-love for myself. Like I said, I some of the things and expectations I had for myself were <laughs> unrealistic, you yeah. know? And But I couldn't see that because you are your own worst critic, you know, um, at the time. And that's one thing psychedelics definitely gave me was that, that lens to be able to perceive myself more clearly and to talk to myself better. That's, that's, it sounds, uh, sounds like you've, you've, you know, you've made a lot of progress. I really feel like I have. I feel like I'm in a good spot. Um, I feel like I've put a lot of the work in, and I'm I'm starting to see the benefits for sure. Nice. And but um, it definitely for me it wasn't a one-time cure-all thing, but uh-huh. it, it it put me in the mindset, the growth mindset, and the the love mindset to trust the process and just to try. I guess <laughs> that it was worth fighting for. <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's uh that's definitely a good a good way to look at it for sure um you just to change your perspective right for sure yeah exactly you know i remember um when i first started like researching all this stuff um i remember seeing perspective perspective set and setting set and setting. <laughs> and i i really you know didn't understand or, or didn't know the importance of it until, you know, going through these experiences and, you know, ex- um, experiencing psychedelics, whether it's DMT or any of the, you know, psilocybin, LSD, whatnot, and um, realizing the, the importance of the change in perspective, the importance of the, the set and the setting as well, because you can apply that to not just psychedelics, but to a lot of other things, um, you know, in your life. And it, uh, For sure. it really helps out, really helps out. Nope, I agree. I agree. So he with gives the, you a different lens. Yeah. With the uh, microdosing, or were you following any kind of like um, any kind of protocol or anything? Or, or did you just, um, or how did you go about that? Or how do you go about that? Um, right now, I microdose couple times a week when I feel like it if I'm feeling a little down or um 
I might microdose that day. Mm-hmm. When I first started microdosing, I was microdosing every other day. Um, every other day, about a third of a gram, so a little bit of a high microdose. <laughs> um, but it, I definitely saw benefits from it. I did it every other day, and then every couple weeks, I might take a few days off or a week off just because I heard you're supposed to. Um, <laughs> Did you notice any kind of uh, tolerance issues? I didn't. I didn't notice any tolerance issues. Um, but it was a pretty pretty imperceptible dose. Like every now and again, I might feel it if I happen to get some real heady shrooms in that cap, you know, yeah. or something. So normally it was sub-perceptible anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely thought that was beneficial. Uh, it helped to get me in that mindset that, growth mindset that being able to trust you know the i my loved ones and what they were telling me and yeah that's good you had good support too right i mean your your husband for sure and your daughter being there that's one thing i stress yeah. out i stress uh, with a lot of people is um you know and work on your support system as well you know even if it's your yeah. family just be real with them you know fuck if you're hurting or if you got something i mean Probably not the best, you know, option, but that's what you got, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Especially when, I don't know how to say it, like what I'm trying to think here. Let me, give me a second. That's how I felt this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. I can't find the words to express the thought I'm having. No, because for um, real, I, I, you know, your story really kind of, uh, you know, hits with me and I've, I've heard you tell it before and, you know, it, it makes me happy. It makes me happy for you, you know, that you yeah. went through this journey and, you know, you just the whole thing. It, it brings, it brings me faith, you know, it keeps me going. You know, I, I, this is, yeah. this is why that I, it's possible for yeah, sure. Yeah. And, and I know that, look, we're not, you're not here for fame or fucking money shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a, it's a, look, come on, man. But, but, you're you're telling the you know for me i feel that you're telling what you believe is to be the truth you know of your story and the you know there's nothing yeah. like that yeah makes me a little oh, i remember what i was gonna say is i thought of a way to say it is i i had a lot of guilt sharing with my family like i'd experienced mm. a lot of guilt like they shouldn't have to deal with this or i was gonna say just share anyways because you know, that's what, that's what loved ones are for is to carry the weight, you know, not only the love, but to carry the weight when the other one's not at a hundred, you know, and just like they do that for me, I do it for them as well. It's a, it's a give and a take thing. What's that saying? Um, you know, if you want to, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with others. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, <clears throat> not to let that guilt get in the way because that's, that's what you're there for. Yeah, that that is something uh, for me. You know, I I don't experience that all too much because I'm kind of uh, I'm I'm a fucking big crybaby, you know. So <laughs> I'll put my shit on anybody, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> for the most part, uh, you know, my wife keeps me in check. We we it's that balance, you know, and and that's what you need, and you really do, you know. That's um, I don't know how it is, you know, with you and, and your significant other, your husband, um, when it comes to, you know, that, that's, 
social support not social i guess not but you know just the support in general you know um, yeah there's people that don't even know how to support others you know what i'm saying like including myself you know um but uh how did it, how did how did it change your guys's relationship this whole process? i think it's made made our relationship stronger um mm -hmm. don't get me wrong there have been times during it all where it's been rough you know it's it was very hard for my husband to see me sad all the time when I was really struggling and to separate himself and my child from that. Like, um, why he was always had this kind of thought, like, why aren't we making you happy? And it's like, you have, it's not like that. It's not like you're not making me happy. I'm not happy within myself. Yeah. Um, so I know some of that guilt that he was feeling and kind of responsibility that he took for it was really hard on him. And it caused us to have a few sticky patches, but, you know, we navigated them and we got through them and we're better off having been there and done that and made it through with each other. Um, so, yeah, there, I mean, there were definitely hard times, but overall, I feel like it's made us stronger. Um, yeah. That's, that's awesome. I know, um, you know, with me and my uh, wife, she was actually there with me through all of my, you know, tough uh, or, or difficult experiences that I had um, that I almost kind of like where I put myself through them, you know, I just had so much, yeah. you know, in there that I was like, oh, punishing God. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, even just like uh, cleansing almost, you know, like I've got to get whatever I built up inside of, out of me, you know, and that's one thing that for me really, really helped our relationship was, uh, you know, she was there with me as I died. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, that really brings people, you know, that really does something else, you know. <laughs> yeah. Has your husband ever been yeah. uh, a trip setter, so to speak? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. My first time that nice. I took mushrooms. Oh, that, okay. He, he trips at me and I'm glad he did because it was... <laughs> I had already done DMT at this point. Uh -huh. I thought I was a rock star. I knew oh, how shit. I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it was just you know how it is. There's so di each substance is so different, and it is. I I wasn't mentally ready for mushrooms as how emotionally and physically the trip is. You know, like um, again, I just kind of expected visuals, and I didn't expect so much introspection. I mean, I've heard people talk about it, but it's it's one thing to feel it yourself and just the energy flowing through you and around you. It, it was a lot to deal with at first. And he kind of had to be like, you're all right. <laughs> I'm here. Everything's fine. Yeah. Um, so he helped me through that first, first come up. The come up was rough that first yeah. time. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. But um, once he got me through that, then I did a lot better. And then his care for me put me on the rest of the trip was, so loving and so much more about love um i think it had a lot to do with watching him care for me when i needed him to <laughs> um, <laughs> well also like being taken care of you know or cared yeah taking care of yeah uh where somebody's yeah. actually you know you're you're the one that's receiving the care it's it's, it's also a different perspective for sure for sure but it it sent me on a good trip the rest of the time it was just nice yeah I haven't gone too, too deep, though. I've done, like, the three grams, the the regular psychoactive dose. I haven't done five grams in silent darkness or anything like that. Um, 
I might work my way up to that someday, but I'm not there yet. Well, yeah, and even that, it's it's more it's more a, a a name put on a concept, you know. And the concept is using this tool to get you to a certain place, you know. But the fact of the matter yeah. is, the tool is only going to be as effective as the person who's handling it can be, you know. I mean, you can you can yeah. have a pretty good experience on three grams of psilocybin. You know, it all depends on, on various factors, but the most important is your mind and your your set, your mindset. Um, for sure. So, to be honest with me, for me, it's hey, look, whatever it took for you to get to that point, you know, it's um, that's what's the most important part about it. You know, I really think so. Yeah. How often are you? Some people, uh, though, I remember thinking, how do people go to concerts on this stuff? Right? <laughs> I, do, I could barely get off my fucking couch. <laughs> <laughs> well, music and trippy videos, and well, I was losing contact with myself for a while. Yeah, I couldn't imagine I, being out in public. Yeah. I, the one thing, uh, this is something that a lot of people talk about, like with microdosing and then different types of mushrooms and different variations, different species. Like they're, they're all, they all have um, different experiences as well. I mean, the, it compounds with the fact of, you know, your mindset for sure. Um, but the substance is a big one too, you know, and, and once you, um, once you get to the point where you can kind of tell the difference between some of these things, um, you know, you start seeing it a lot more, you know, I don't know if that's a tolerance thing. I don't know what it is, but, uh, for me personally, <clears throat> every, um, every, you know, anything that I ingest is, is going to be a little bit different, you know, and you could feel it times, yeah. times. Like there's some stuff that does get you like, it's a real high body load. You know what I mean? You can feel really heavy or maybe it may be yeah. something you ate. Who knows? Um, but True. Uh, there I've, I've done it across the board, like with, you know, empty stomach, everything pretty much the same in terms of diet. And, um, I've still felt in different differences between, um, the mushrooms that I, that I have ingested. Yeah, I can but, see that. I haven't done too many varieties, but <clears throat> the few that I have, I can tell a bit of a difference. Like, <clears throat> there, and then there, then there's also some that, <clears throat> that you, you just expect, you kind of expect it because it, this is what they always do to me and this is what it feels. And, you know, I think that's, um, that's key for people who are looking uh, to microdoses, you know, finding, you know, that specific, you know, type or variation. Strain that works yeah, best for or them. Strain that, yeah, yeah. Have whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want the fucking word. I guess it's not technically another strain. I don't know, but <clears throat> semantic. I know what you True. mean. Yeah, well, it's true. I mean, I've, I've, like, for me, when I, when I microdose for two years, like, it was consistent. It was an average of four, four times a week, and then I would take a few breaks off, and then I would do a macrodose where I would, no, not during the two years. Afterwards, that's what I started last year, but <clears throat> during the two years, it was just three, four times a week, depending on how I felt. And to be honest, it was, for me, it was more like a mood booster, you know, like if I felt fucking shitty, yeah. you know, whatever, I just needed a little bit of fucking, and, and, you know, a lot of people look at that and they think about the, the addictive properties of, of that kind of mindset. But, you know, I tell them this one thing is, you know, if I wasn't taking these substances, I probably would be on some type of medication anyway, you know, ingesting some, something else, you know what I mean? So for me, yeah. at least, I keep this in my hands. I know where this came from. I know that it is organic as, as it can be. And, exactly. Um, you know, it came from my hands or my love, my mind, or, you know, one of my friendships. 
Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> it's really something to really think about. I know some people benefit a lot from microdosing. Um, for me personally, um, it did help with the mood kind of elevate, elevation. Um, but as always, for you know, for some people, you need a little bit more than that. And that's, you know, where the high doses come in, the macro doses. And um, yeah. you get a lot of work done, that's for sure. But, you know, some people need more work. Some people need less. <laughs> well, and everybody has to go with what they're comfortable with, too, exactly. you know. Exactly. Like, yeah. You know, I, <clears throat> we were talking about um, methods of ingestment and, like, pros and cons uh, a little bit. And the last talk I had with uh, Jilly Beans about how, um, you know, I'm think I think you saw that post on the website. There was a post going around um, a company that was learning to, or they were separating or extracting or isolating certain compounds with the psilocybin mushroom. And um, the the title of the article was something like, you know, company takes away all bad trips or some shit like that. And, um, you know, that was a big thing that came up because, um, it, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it, you have people on one side that are, Hey, no, this is how it should always be. This is how, you know, I've always done it, or this is what I think about it. And it's like, yeah, for sure. I mean, like a purist, you know, yeah. and, um, people on the other end who are like, well, you know, what about me? <laughs> you know, I want to try this shit too, but fuck, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and that's the one thing that, I thought about was, well, there's those people as well, you know, and those people, you know, would be people that, you know, would probably never get this, the chance to experience, you know, some of these substances. And uh, yeah, what's right for one person isn't always right for the next. Correct. You know? Correct. A hundred percent. And people should be able to make their own choices either way, whether and not how they want to try it, or if they want to try it mm -hmm. with the bad trip possibility or not, you know, well, I think the that personal is, choice, and that's yeah. what we deserve to have is the choice <laughs> to make. That's true. It's, it's it's a right. Some people believe it's a right of theirs. I do. Fuck as much yeah, as it is sure. fucking finding a carrot somewhere out there and fucking picking it up and eating it. Ain't no difference to me. I mean, yeah, there's a little bit of process to it, and everything else has the same thing. It's just this. Why, in particular, these <clears throat> substances? something fishy about that when people can kill themselves with fucking alcohol and beer or, or sugar or whatever you want to call it already you know um it, it's a little I'm of the opinion they don't want us thinking <laughs> maybe they don't want us thinking and making loving choices because that's not not the world we live in it's not the world they want us to live in you know i i think so. about that a lot too and i'm like how can any how can any human being try to tell another human being they can't love you know and and with me i'm like oh, what the fuck is and the, the only thing i could really think of is money you know out, out of out of everything mm -hmm. in this existence the two things that i have seen um like that when it comes to you know love anything that could come to as close to as to evil <laughs> so to speak right that there's love right there's love and love is free. And it's opposite. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and we, we spend it's um, understanding the value of money comes before understanding the value of love in this existence. And you're like, what the fuck? I mean, sometimes yep. it does. there's some people who that there's there's. <laughs> yeah, there's always exceptions to the rule. But sure. I agree. The ma majority of approved activities and 
ways of being all point towards capitalism. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 <clears throat> and money. Well, also, I mean, I guess the balance is the most important thing, right? I mean, that, that to, to, to me, that's, you know, when you have these experiences, you're constantly learning. Well, for me, I'm constantly learning things. Um, and I always come back with just like a topic, you know, whether it be self-love, you know, sense of community, you know, self-respect, or <clears throat> even this, like love, like love. What, what the? F I don't know. It's it's a it's a wild uh, word, but the one thing that I do see when it comes to people that end up, <clears throat> for me, when I got to this point, you know, that was uh, that was one thing that uh, really was was the contrast, right? You know, you got love, and, and for somebody to tell somebody not to be able to do this. The only thing that I could really think of that's behind it would be money, you know. I mean, fuck, it could yeah. be fear too. But, yeah, it could be. Who yeah. knows? It could be, and it depends on the person, you know, and True. the situation. And I think most of the public just does it because that's what they've been believes it because they've been told to believe it, you know. And it's just it's we're creatures of community, and sometimes it's hard to go against the general opinion no matter what that opinion may be because um, you're putting yourself at odds. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Who knows? <laughs> DNT's taught me one thing, psychedelics, period. It's that I literally know nothing. Like, <laughs> mm. I, yeah, the world is a bigger mystery now than ever before. <laughs> yeah, but it's, a, it's a pretty exciting one, though, you know? I, I, like, I like... Oh, for sure meeting other people and talking to them and you know um kind of bringing people together as much as possible just to kind of create those other little adventures and stories that you hear about down the road <laughs> right uh, those, you're things right. That, those things that connect us yeah you know I, what you're saying about the yeah. oasis you know for me I, you know it really hits it hits home because you know i you know i have been to these places where you know, you're just like, what the fuck is this? But there's always a constant. That constant is what I believe to be my, you know, what I'm, what I am. And uh, yeah. going to these, some of these places, it's, it's a little, it's a little extreme, you know, and then coming here and being this human and this, you know, body and being able to, you know, <laughs> order food with a click of a button or order something with a click of a button you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it is luxurious compared to some of these other realms. <laughs> <laughs> I've been pretty lucky. I've, as far as actual places I've been, experiences within my head on psychedelics, I've been lucky. Yeah. Um, all, yeah, it's all been good. It was intense. It's always intense. And there are parts that are challenging because of the intensity. But <laughs> when it's done, I'm, I'm always glad I did it. Yeah. That's good. I'm I'm really really happy for you, Sid. I really am. I, I I know you know you have you know whatever it is that you see on your end, but you know from the story that you've told me so far from the you know the whole thing, it looks like you you know you're doing well, and I'm and I and I feel like you maybe you found something for yourself to you know help yourself, and I'm really happy for yeah. you for that. I feel like I have too, for sure. I'm got something that's working for me for right now. Nice. Future will be fine because it always is. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of work to yeah. be put into, huh? Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, like you can't just 
come to psychedelics and be like, fix me. That's how it works. Um, But they will help you fix yourself. (laughs) They will. uh, Yeah, they definitely helped me. For sure. I'm really. So how how are things now? Like, are you? um, How's everything now in the present in terms of, uh, you know, your whole mental situation, your, you know, like your family life, everything? How's everything going? Yeah, I'm feeling really good right now. not currently working i'm practicing extreme self-care i've got this mental health thing kind Mm -hmm. of under my belt now and now i'm going to focus on my physical health um i've been taking care of watching what i eat and trying to exercise um one thing with being depressed chronically depressed and anxious for years is it was like having a appetite suppressant i was never hungry i didn't want food uh-huh. Now that I feel better, I'm like, God, food's awesome again. So now I'm like, shit, I'm gonna have to start taking care of myself. <laughs> but um, the the podcast helps with that. That's how I reward myself. I listen to those when I work out, and nice. I've been just taking care of my house, doing a lot of spring cleaning, and making sure I'm creating things, and you know, expanding that social network, and doing all those things I need to do to support myself. Um, I just finished. Um, a couple college classes as well to renew my teaching license Um, which I don't know if I'll go back to teaching but I know I'm not ready to shut the door on that Uh yet that's good Um, so recently I was a full-time student (laughs) but that's Uh over now now I've got to start looking forward to what I might want to do with myself you know so Uh I'm practicing extreme self-care and pretty soon I'm going to be pretty well cared for and then it's where do I go from there? And I honestly, I don't know yet. And, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. I like to see, um, you know, these stages that people go through, you know, and a lot of times <clears throat> when you meet people here and in, in any of these communities, you know, whether it's the MT world or any, any of the other, you know, uh, similar or related type uh, locations, everybody's kind of like in that in-between state, you know, or, or they're in that working upwards or to somewhere just starting over kind of a deal and it's always i mean it's a lot of good stories out there you know and i i enjoy you know your story i enjoy your presence you know i know you're online and and always doing your thing there and it's a you know it's a a contribution it really is just trying to spread the love hell yeah there you go stater (laughs) that's it right there that's all there is really something else um you, is there anything um, you want to um, see or, or go over right now? No, not that I can think of. Is, is there like any, is there covered everything pretty well. And mm-hmm. uh, it was nice to get to talk to you. I know. Uh, let's wrap this up here. I, I just, I would like to still talk to you just a little bit more. But um, is there um, is for is there anything you would like to say for anybody listening right now? don't give up (laughs) don't give up on yourself life is totally worth living this life is an oasis and it's it's going to be hard that's part of it we're constantly building ourselves and moving on and building the next thing but it's worth it it's worth it's worth living you know keep pushing don't give up definitely that's uh beautiful Seder, thanks for coming on i really appreciate you hopefully uh 
<clears throat> once you do figure out what's coming up or what's uh what once you do decide what you're going to do next um i would love to hear about it maybe you can come on and share with us kind of let us know what's sure up thing. True thing. Thanks for coming on. I really, really appreciate your time. I know um, how precious it is, it is to everybody, including myself. So thanks again for coming yeah, on. Thanks too. for having me. I appreciate your time as well. All right.